Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. I've been working with websites for a long, long time. And I can honestly tell you that I've seen some wonderful domain names. And I've also seen some woefully terrible domain name. But do you know what? When you're creating something new, whether it's a product, a podcast, or just a project generally, it's really, really difficult to find the right name and associated domain name, especially when you've got to contend with things like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok usernames, and so on and so forth. It's very, very difficult to get that brand figured out. But that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about how to choose a podcast domain name. Sounds quite easy, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, doesn't it just? Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see if it's easy in just a second. But before I do that, of course, this is the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, that British podcast guy, and the creator, one of the creators, with my good friend and brother in arms, Mr. Kieran McKeefrey of Captivate.fm, which is the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. So go and check it out. If you're looking for a refreshing take on podcast hosting that puts you front and centre, go and check it out for seven days free at Captivate.fm. So like I said, we are going to dig into domain names in just a moment. I'm going to give a big shout out to Aweber, of course, the email marketing platform that powers all of my emails to you, the ever-constant listener. It's a fantastic platform. It enables me to get in touch with you directly and give you amazing things that we're creating to help you to grow your podcast. So if you're not engaging with your audience via email, I strongly recommend that you check it out. You really do need to be doing this. So you can go and get actually 90 days totally free of Aweber completely for free, 90 days, at markasquith.com slash Aweber. And I've got a one-off offer for you. The guy is at Edgar, Meet Edgar. Of course, Laura Roder, the founder of Meet Edgar, works with us. He's one of the Captivate Advisory Board. Fantastic person, wonderful marketer, and superb at what she does. And of course, Mr. Tom Tate, a great friend of mine, works at Aweber. I recently took part in their Solo Biz Summit. It was an online, on-demand summit that helped you with your just kind of figuring out how to build your solopreneur business. They gave me a coupon code, one single coupon code, and they said, Mark, you can either use it or you can give it away. So I'm going to give it away. It's a coupon code for one person to receive three months free of Meet Edgar's social scheduling platform. One person only. If you want it, the first person to email me with the subject line Edgar, 
will get it. The first person to email me with the subject line Edgar will get it. My email address, mark, M-A-R-K, at rebelbasemedia.io. All right? You can have that. There's only one of them. I'm just going to give it away. All right? So... Let's continue the podcast website chat then. So we talked about uh, podcast websites overall on the last episode. Today, I want to talk about domains, the must-dos, the absolutely must-not-dos, and some of the common mistakes I see people, businesses, and yes, of course, podcasters making too with their domain name choices. Now, let's be really clear on this. A domain name is really, really important because... You know, you choose to create a website and ultimately what you're doing here is you're creating a brand and a brand requires a presence online. It's that simple. We talked about that on the last episode. It's that simple. All right. Now, the kicker with this, of course, is that which way do you go? Because domain names are scarce and it's very, very difficult to find the right one. It is very difficult to find the right one. So before we go into domain names, what I want you to do is consider this. Is your podcast, and we talked about this on the live streaming episode as well, is your podcast the main thing that you do? Is it the only thing that this brand is going to do? Is the podcast the product? Okay? If it's not, if it's part of a wider product suite, so maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're an author, maybe you're a course creator, maybe you actually like us with the Star Wars show, maybe you're thinking maybe we'll do a blog, maybe we'll create something that is very, very simple around affiliate marketing, maybe we'll do something around YouTube and video and so on and so forth. If you can't specifically say I will only ever podcast using this brand, then the first thing that you need to do when you consider your domain name is not put the word podcast in it. Do not put podcast in your domain name unless you can be 100% bulletproof sure that that will be the only thing that you will ever do with it. So I would never do Spark of Rebellion podcast, Mark Asquith podcast, Rebel Base Media podcast, Captivate podcast. I would never use those domain names. Sure, I might secure them just so no one else could take some of the brand, but I would never use them. I would never use them because it gives me no breadth all right? Nor would I put that on my cover art. I'd never put this is a podcast. I'd never put Spark Rebellion podcast on my cover art because people looking at the cover art know it's a podcast because they're looking at the podcast. So that's the first thing to consider with a domain name, okay? Do not, in my opinion, it's rare that you should put the word podcast in your domain name. In fact, I would say, and some people may disagree with me, but, you know, potato, patata, don't ever put the word podcast in your domain name because you never know what is going on. Even if you only ever podcast, even if you only ever podcast using that brand and the domain name that you choose, that's fine. It be- it's better to give you flex, give yourself flexibility by saying something like sparkofrebellion.com, which can then grow and develop. It's still saleable if you decide to sell the brand or if the podcast becomes sponsorable and so on. It's still highly saleable. It won't make absolutely a bite of difference in Google. If someone searches Sparker Rebellion podcast in Google, they're still going to get the same results as if I had Sparker Rebellion podcast as my domain name because I'm talking naturally in the titles, the descriptions, the episodes, the show notes, in the pages. I'm talking about Sparker Rebellion as a podcast naturally. So Google knows what's going on with that, all right? So I would say that you don't need to do that. I would let's also just kind of talk. I would also say that you don't really need to worry too much about the TLD, the dot part of the domain name, with some caveats, all right? So Spark of Rebellion dot something. Of course, you want the dot com if you can get it, but if you can't get the dot com, what do you do? Well, 
What you have to do here is you've got to figure out, look, if someone else got the .com and they've maybe they've been using it for a long time, is it worth even considering changing the brand before you even start? Because what you don't want to happen is someone say, wait a second, I've been using that brand name. I've been trading on that. Here's a trademark dispute. You don't want to get into that, okay? So if you can't get the .com, actually stop for a second. Don't just go and buy .io or .fm or whatever. Don't. Wait for a second and go and look what is on the .com and go and look at, actually, is it worth me looking at a slightly refreshed brand, doing something different with this? Because you, the last thing you want is a cease and desist because someone has been trading. And yes, of course, you can put the argument, well, this is a podcast. It's not what they're doing. It doesn't matter. It's almost just not worth doing it, all right? If you can find there's a decent argument in place for you to be able to do something like a .io or a .fm or whatever, fine, okay, but you've got to make that judgment call yourself. You've got to do your due diligence and you've got to look through this. So it's not just as easy as buying a domain name off Google, is it? There are all these considerations. The other thing that I would consider with this is that how easy is your domain name to read or to hear? Like sparkofrebellion.com, very, very easy. Markasquith.com, rebelbasemedia.io, very, very easy. Captivate.fm, very, very easy. Okay, so you've got to think about the readability and the listenability, the hearability, is that a thing? The hearability of the domain name. Okay, you've got to get really clear on this. Now, I'm not telling you specifically what domain name to get. I'm telling you some of the things that you need to be considering as you're going through this because it isn't that easy, okay? The last thing you want to do with a domain name is put yourself in a position where you've got to change it later. Okay. I had to do that with excellence expected because I couldn't get markasquith.com and then it came available and I got it for like 10 bucks, which amazed me. And I got it. Brilliant. Fine. Now I use markasquith.com, but that process is kind of painful sometimes. All right. So the one last thing I'm going to say on domain names is this. Don't get a silly kind of dot TLD. All right, so there are loads of new top-level domain names available, .audio, .fm, .io, .agency, .design, okay, .studio. We've got one of those. What you've got to do with this is you've got to be very, very careful, all right? The one that I dislike the most and I think causes the most problems is .co, .co. In my view, stay fully away from those if you can all help it. The reason for that is that people, when they're listening to it or they're trying to remember it, they go, well, .co.what? .co.uk, .co.nz, .co.what? You know, they don't get it. And rightly so, because we're used to hearing .co.something else. So when you go, yeah, it's MikeAskwith.co, and they're like, yeah, .co.what? Okay? In my view, that's probably the worst option. The other one is a .biz. I hate .biz domain names. I think they sound cheap. If you want to do it, do it. But for me, they sound cheap and tacky, all right? Just that's just my humble opinion. The ones that I like at the minute are obviously get the .com if you can. You got to get that, and if you can get the .com, always use the .com because it's in the psyche of the user to try the .com first. It's the most obvious one. If you can't get that, and you're a podcaster, I like the .fm. We've got Captivate.fm. I also like some of the more um, specific ones like .audio because it's it's clear. It's clear that this is something new, .audio. That's kind of nice. I also quite like .io for more techie things. But again, this is this is now in the realms of personal preference, all right? What I will say now is that if you go to Google Domains, you can start to figure out a lot more top-level domains. You can get like .agency, .studio, and so on. Like we've got podcastdesign.studio for our podcast design studio. We've also got podcastdesignstudio.com, but 
we don't use it. We use podcastdesign.studio because it's a lot shorter when we're publicizing it. So there's some of the things that you've got to consider. That's not the exhaustive list of domain name advice. There's so many different things to consider around brand. The one thing that I'm going to leave you with, though, is this. Try your best to get the same domain name as you get on Twitter, Instagram, and so on. So try and get the same usernames as you can. You can't always do that, like my Mark Asquith brand. I don't have, so I can't get Mark Asquith on some of these socials. So I've got Mr. Asquith. I couldn't get Captivate Audio. Well, I've, we've actually got Captivate Audio for the domain name as well, because that's the formal name of the business, Captivate Audio Limited. But obviously, Captivate.fm is a better brand. But on Twitter, it's Captivate Audio. On Instagram, Captivate Audio, because Captivate and so on were just gone. Okay, fine. That's cool. You've got to make a decision on that. But if you can, try and keep up a little bit of cohesion between it. Like, we've got rebel-based media on everything. Okay, the domain name and so on and so forth. So so just consider those things. Like I said, there's no hard and fast rules with it, but there are best practices and there are just ideas that you can take from that. So consider that. If you're in the market for changing your domain name, use that as an, as an example guide through of what you should be considering. If you need anything, hit me up on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. Let me know what I can do. I'm always keen to help. And uh, as always, thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure to be able to do this with you. Until the next time, go and check out Captivate.fm for your hosting needs. And please remember, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.